Cheers, friends. This is Owning Her Seat, a podcast highlighting women in entrepreneurship, culinary, and hospitality. Today is a very special episode because I not only have the talented Kayla Madonna, who is a beauty influencer, photographer, and now producer to her resume. She's a friend of mine. So we're just going <laughs> to hop right in. Hi, Hi friend. <laughs> Cheers. So excited to be here. I'm happy to have you, friend. Okay, so you wear so many hats, okay? How did you go from influencer to producer? Um, Influencer to producer. I think that everyone has a story to tell. And so I think with like-minded individuals, when coming together and being able to kind of share those ideas and then pitch them to a producer slash owner of his own network and things like that was a very... Um, exciting transition for me. So I think it's like a lot of times when they say it's not about what you know, it's about who you know. So we were fortunate enough to be able to know the right people and and (laughs) get plugged in. And so just sharing our dating life or lack thereof at the time was just (laughs) um, a really cool experience and being able to put that on the big screen for others to be able to relate and watch was really exciting. So I was able to add that to the resume. Which I love. And I like, I'm so sorry. I just jumped in like we're at my house having cocktails. <laughs> like, Kayla, can you please introduce yourself? <laughs> oh, yeah. So my name is Kayla Madonna, friend of Eating with Erica, Erica Keys. Um, and um, what, what, what am I? What do you do? Who are, are you? Where do you? Yeah. <laughs> what, who is Kayla Madonna? Who am I? Um, Yeah, so I'm a beauty and lifestyle influencer, as you've already said, and I'm owner of Madonna Studios. I have my own photography company. I think that's kind of how we met, actually. I photographed an event, and I met you, and it kind of took off from there. I've shot a lot of your content. We've made some really magical moments that I'm proud to show and share. Um, So, yeah, I do a little bit of everything. I, I, like you said, I produced, I... I'm in front of the camera, I'm behind the camera, so I'm able to kind of like use the tools of the trade on both aspects. And so it's really cool to be able to flip hats every now and again because I get bored. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so how did you get into photography? Is it something you've always had a passion for or because I'm going to say this, Kayla's a real photographer. There's a difference to me with the girl (laughs) with the camera. And a photographer. My friend has equipment. Okay. (laughs) Equipment. Multiple lenses, (laughs) multiple cameras. Like, she's going to get the shot. She has her step ladder. She's not. (laughs) Gotta have the ladder because I am all of five foot two. And I need I need some height. Small but mighty. Right. (laughs) Big things come in small packages. (laughs) So how did you get your start into photography? Um, I think the love for photography for me started in like high school era. Really? Yeah. So I was always the the kid with the little like, remember, first it was the film camera, the little boop, you got to yep. go get developed. Yep. And then they came out with the little point and shoot digital cameras where you got to turn it on and it zooms out on its own. Yes. So that's kind of like my little go to when I first started. And I was the one uploading to Facebook was a thing then. Yeah. And I like had all the memories and I used to kind of get people in trouble. Like, don't tag me. Like (laughs) I wasn't there. I was paparazzi for sure. So um, from there I went to college and I tried to major in it at first and I couldn't get in because it was a very small program at Georgia Southern. I then transferred to Georgia State and got into the film and photography major department. And then from there I'd studied film 
in the dark room. So I was like all up wow. in the trenches. Yeah, like developing the photograph, all that good stuff. And then came digital. So from there, I studied, you know, I kind of learned more on outside of college versus inside of school because, you know, experience is everything. So I was able to intern with some amazing photographers. And then I got a corporate job. And then I left the corporate job to pursue it full time. How was that transition? Because um, as we see on the local clubhouse and as we right. see on Instagram, leave your job, follow your passion. Right. But no one ever talks about like the bill. <laughs> <laughs> right. Don't just jump off the cliff without, you know, a parachute to kind of let you softly land. So I think for me, it started. Um, I was a corporate um, I had the opportunity to travel with the artist full time. So I was a contractor. So contra- if you know, contractors aren't on salary. So if you take off, you're not getting paid. So they were a little bit more flexible with me being like, I need to take some time off to be able to go do right. XYZ. And they're like, well, it doesn't affect us. We're not paying. <laughs> right. No pay, no stay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I, I had a little bit of freedom in that department. But um, so when that kind of became a little bit more steadier income, versus sitting at a desk for, you know, from nine to five, I was like, I make more money doing what I love versus, you know, just sitting here punching the clock. So after I kind of had a little bit more steady clientele, I was able to make the leap of faith and um, transition from corporate to entrepreneurship. So how has that journey been? It's been, it's definitely been a journey. I mean, there's highs and lows in anything that you do, even in corporate, but especially entrepreneurship, we don't know when our next check is coming per se. For sure. So I think it's really important to have multiple basket of eggs, as you know, you know, yourself, you have candles, you, you know, you do the food blogging, you have so many other things that you got going on. This podcast is super amazing. Um, So I think that being able to do photography and then the influencing was another basket of eggs for me as well. So um, I actually got my first gig while I was still in corporate. Really? Yeah. So I I think I had to leave. I'm learning so much about you right now. (laughs) (laughs) I had to take off from work to go to a casting for the color box. That kind of like segued my influencer career. And the color box for what's the color box? Uh, It was a cream of nature color box. That's when I became vivid red. I've had different reds over the years just because seasons, you go darker, lighter, et cetera. But that was kind of like my breakout moment. So from there, I was able to have more exposure, work with more different different hair care brands. So that was definitely a, a milestone in my career as well as doing photography simultaneously. So how do you feel going from in front of the camera to behind the camera, from behind the camera <laughs> to in front of the candle? Because that's so different. Like it, typically you're just front-facing, and you wear so many multiple roads. Right. I think it gives me a slight advantage because when shooting women in general or, I mean, men too, I kind of do it all, but I kind of have the ability to translate and convey different type of, I guess, I'm not sure the word, like looks or just vibes. You know, if you're trying to convey a certain thing to the camera, I'm able to kind of translate that and be like, no, do this or do this or direct people. So I think that it gives me the ability to direct at an easier, you know, way. Exactly. Because yeah. you already have a credit. So how do you capture, you do some amazing photos for Thank a you. lot of people. <laughs> how do you capture everyone's individual style? Because that's right. huge with yours. You like, you can see like it's your style because the way it's like so clean, so polished, but mm-hmm. everybody's shoot is very individual to their style. How do you do right. that? Right. 
I think a lot of it comes from having a relationship and rapport with your client. Obviously, you and I, we go way back, so it's easier to be like, okay, this is the look Erica's going for. So translating that on camera is easier for me. Um, when onboarding new clients, I kind of like get to know them a little bit more. Like, okay, what is it that you're going for? Let me see previous work that you've done. Let me see what you're trying not to do and what you're trying to do. So it's easier for me to capture that and try to figure out the lighting for that person. Because even like aesthetically, like some people want darker images or lighter images. So you're just trying to find that that certain like medium between what exactly it is that they're looking for. So I think that um, a lot of it has to do with building that relationship. So that's why it's important to have reoccurring clients. So you're not having to be like, okay, let me figure out this, you know, what they want or, you know, I mean, it's great to have new clients. I love new clients. We're all welcome here. (laughs) But just establishing that rapport is super important. So that way, you know, the aesthetic that they're going for. So being in entrepreneurship, I don't know about you, but there was no handbook for what I was trying to do. Especially when we started out. Like, there's so many different like resources now. And, and even though there are resources, some people only give you like a little taste. You oh, know? they don't tell you about different different creator accounts for different apps that you can make money off of. <clears throat> yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Clear, clears throat. <laughs> so, we, so how did you go from saying, you know what, I'm charging whatever I'm charging per hour to this is where I need to go Ooh. and dealing with people saying, oh, that's a little bit expensive because I'm sure you get that all the time. More often than not, right. So it's definitely... Quality over quantity when it comes to that. Finances is a is a is a touchy subject that a lot of people don't really want to dive into. So knowing knowing your worth is super important. I think when we all first start out, we're like, what do I charge? Right. You know, you don't want to feel like you're getting over on people because you're like, am I not experienced enough? But then obviously if more people are reaching out to you, they're seeing the value that you For haven't sure. seen in yourself yet. So you need to start like, you know, having that confidence like, okay, this is my rate and stick to it. You then, you know, do a quarterly review or, you know, annually if you feel like you need a year to kind of like go through the process. But definitely reassess where you are in terms of your, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Supply and demand. Right, exactly. So, and what it it is that you're doing, you know, the... um, I'm thinking it's another word that I'm thinking of your value value. It's it'll come to me. Okay. But basically, um, yeah, reassess your skill set. That's the word I'm looking for. I'm like, wait, because (laughs) you constantly are pouring into your development. It's not only like, okay, I went to school for this, but things are constantly developing. There's new cameras, there's new equipment. So you're you got to keep up with the Joneses in a sense, not not copying what people are doing per se, but just the quality of your work and making sure it's on the same level. So how do you stay up with like photography trends and things like that? Because I remember the first time we ever shot or whatever, she had an assistant. She had, I was like, I was very impressed. Like, oh, she's going to get, so, I was like, this is about to be in a magazine because it's it was a production yeah. and people I had worked with before had, she was like, oh, let me change my camera. She had like three cameras on. Yeah. I'm like, she's rich. Like, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> But just the quality that you see over, I felt like at first when you gave me the rate, I was like, oh, okay, You're so like, we will not be buying any shoes this month, but because I have to say- No, Erica's thing was like, I got to look between my couch cushions and thousands. <laughs> hey, babe. Um, but when I got the pictures, I was like, this is totally worth it. And, you know, I reduced my purchase of shoes because I had to pay for see? Kayla's photography. The investment. It was you, the investment. And you got a return, I'm sure. Oh, because- for sure. Because they would go to me and say, I want this exact picture, this same 
There's only one person that could do right. it. We have to go up <laughs> on the budget. If I go down the street, uh, it's not going to be the same. And then when I have cheated on you with other <laughs> photographers, it was not the same at all. Oh, my god! So if you cheat, make sure you're cheating up. Right. Because literally, it, I've been... You dis- know how it is in real life? It is like that in business. It cheat is. Cheat up. And then cheat. I won't feel away. I'll be like, all right. I mean, at least she went to so-and-so. I mean, they all right. But I'm just like, girl. I'm like, hey, Kayla, I cheat on you. Didn't go the way I was planning to. Can you come do these pictures like, for me, please? She's like, all right, girl. But how do you stay current with your equipment, your technology, all that fun jazz? Right. Um, I think that it's like you like back in the day or when you're homeschooled, you kind of have to homeschool yourself and just kind of stay up to date with what's coming out. Okay, there's a new camera. My quality hasn't been as crisp as it used to be. Everything kind of has, you know, kind of, what's the word? Um, things go out, you know, go out of style. Trends like, change. Trends change. Like, okay, this camera is not hitting like it used to. I got to get the new one. Where lenses, if it's you're not getting like the frame that you used to get. Now the new one is better and crispier. So I think that I'm just like I I, I mean I, I tune in. We have all have social media. We're like, well, what are they using? Like let right. me let me do some research on this and see if it'll fit what it what I'm doing. Let me not I'm not gonna jump off the bridge and just go and spend crazy money, but you get things in stages, just like when you're starting out. Like I'm gonna get one camera, one lens, I'm gonna learn this and and use it to its fullest potential. So before I add to my, you know, equipment, I'm not just going out there and spending all this money. That's like with makeup artists, you're not going to go out and buy every foundation. You know, you're going to test it out. Okay, this is what I like. Yeah. This is the brand I'm using. Like we were just talking about certain brands. For sure. So that's the same thing when it comes to camera equipment. You got your lights, you got, you know, your tripods. That stuff is not cheap. Like it, yeah. it adds up just like anything. You know what I'm saying? Like when you started your candle business, you're like, we're going to try these waxes. We're going to, you know, this, this, sure. this uh, base. So definitely just doing your own research. There's yeah, school of YouTube, you yeah. know, <laughs> university of YouTube. Right. So if you don't want to just jump out there and buy courses, you know what I'm saying? But definitely do your own research and, and stay up to date. So that way you can continue to charge what it is that you're charging and then go up on your prices. I mean, COVID just happened and a lot of people were like, baby girl, we got to go up on these prices because we, we took a loss. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Not saying pit people over the head where, where you don't deserve that compensation for your service, but still, you know, be up to date with the equipment and things like that, that you need to be able to provide a five-star service. So what advice would you give someone who is trying to improve their their photography. Mm-hmm. I'm a person, I'm an influencer, but I cannot afford a photographer. Okay. What tips would you give? <laughs> I'm trying to make it work off the camera try, for the iPhone. to make these pieces hit. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, what advice I could give um, with your creating your own content yes. personally? I mean, definitely have your tripod, you know, your Bluetooth clicker, you know, poses to where we can't see what it is that you're actually doing to where you're capturing your own content. Oh, I like That's that. super uh, dope. To be able to have that. I mean, lighting, there's Amazon. You can go on Amazon and get some cute little lights for, you know, really affordable prices. Uh, Everyone, you know, ring lights been around for a while. Mm -hmm. They have different versions of those. So you can't actually see the ring in, you know, your eyeball. So people are like, oh, I know what she's using. You can get the square ones, you know. (laughs) But there's definitely different resources on Amazon. And we all know, you know, two-day delivery. Get it real quick. Prime. Exactly. If you don't have Prime, don't know what you're doing with your life. Uh, (laughs) That's a plug. We need... You know, um, and I mean, friends, 
I'm not going to lie. Like, I set up my own situation, and I'm like, hey, can you come over and just click the button for me? If you... Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Having dope So friends. you set up the light and everything, and they Ma'am, just do a pull-up right quick. My mama lean, she'll pull up real quick and snap a photo. Colleen wears multiple hats in y'all's family. She definitely family. does. Yeah, she is. I remember, I was like, that Pantene, uh, that Pantene. It was you Pantene, did. and uh, she made them, she did that. Yeah. So I, it's literally you just set it up and just have someone come and they just take the pictures. Yes. Like snap it. I'll have it on the tripod ready to go. All you got to do is click it. Because sometimes it's a little weird if you have to use the clicker or, you know, there's the ones that you have an app on your phone where you can press it. Yep. And there's a timer as yes. well. That's definitely like 2021 version. Um, but sometimes if you can't have the it in your shot or for whatever reason, it's easier sometimes when someone else is capturing it, you know? Yeah. I love that. That's just when you're balling on a budget. I do it all the time, and I'm a photographer. (laughs) I'm like, like, some campaigns, you know, they're not as, you know, as much as we would hope for. For You know what I'm saying? If we're like, okay, I'll do it. I've always wanted to work with this brand. But, you know, obviously you negotiate other terms that that will bring value to your brand as well. So that's a whole different topic, you know. But if you can't have, if it's not in the budget for someone to hire you got to do what you got to do. I love that. Okay, mm-hmm. so how has being an entrepreneur made you stronger? What have what have you seen in yourself as an entrepreneur that you may not have gotten out of having a 9 to 5? Mm, the hustle. Really? Yes. I mean, it's exciting at the same time. It's like I don't know where my next coin is coming. So it's like you're constantly thinking of the next thing to do. Like yep. I I'm still like, okay, I need a product. I need, you know, something else to put out there because when COVID hit, especially it really like made you sit back and look at your business. Like, okay, what else can I be doing to generate income? Because person to person contact was not a thing, you know? And then a lot of what I do is it's a service. You know, I'm in your face. We're in each other's space. We're not six feet apart sometimes. I'm sure. I know we're not, we're not, you know, (laughs) like friend, I missed you. (laughs) So just um, the hustle and just figuring out new ways and being more innovative. So it'll definitely push you to go harder because we're not on salary. I'm not getting paid every Friday. You know what I'm saying? Some months I'm making a lot more money than the next month. I'm like, and so you have to also save as you're going. You can't just splurge. You know, you, you. We don't have a 401k per se, right? but you have a savings. Like, okay, I'm put this aside and I'll invest this much into my business. So you have to be very strategic when owning your own business because you don't have um, the, the accounting office to right. do that for you unless you hire an accountant. You know, sure. those are different pieces to the puzzle that you put together along the way. So I think that's very important just to be very strategic in your planning process. So that way you kind of have like, some sort of vision of where you're going. Which I love. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what's next for Kayla Madonna? Ooh, what's next? Hey, that song Drake just came in my head. (laughs) What happened next? Okay. Okay. (laughs) What is next? I don't, I'm a really like, I'm a free spirit when it comes to like being open to like different things that comes my way. So, I, in the planning process, I do need to plan out like specifically what it is that I want to have come from Madonna Studios For and sure. Kayla Madonna Umbrella. So I'm still kind of like figuring that piece out. I kind of as as I go, I'm very my business is consistent, so I'm happy with that. 
But as far as like a product, that's something I'm working on. I have some things in the works that I only want to talk about until it's like right. here. Because then sure. it's like, you said that, but it didn't happen. It's been six months. Yeah. So <laughs> where's the drop? Exactly. So I'm going to just let that, you know, simmer. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's under construction. Right. It's it is. under construction. It is. It is. And that, I think that's totally okay. And I think some people get stressed out or they're like, it's not happening and I don't know what's next. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? When we were all in college, if you went to school, you're like, what am I doing after school? And that was the biggest question I think we got all the time. It's like, you, it's like I don't know, you know? And, right. And it's okay. You know, it's, it takes people different processes, different times to figure things out. And I think when you're more receptive to change, yeah, I think that's when things happen and, and God aligns those those paths for you. So I think that's something that I'm doing. Like, well, I'm just I like that. Open. Mm-hmm. Um, what advice would you give someone who's trying to follow in your footsteps? They want to be an influencer. They want to <laughs> have their own photography business. They want to run their own business. What advice would you give? Well, I think everyone has their own path, their own lane. So I'm, I'm very like, I'm blessed to be able to inspire others. And that's super, it's a blessing to do that. And I, it's like, oh, wow, you, you like look up to me, but I would definitely give the advice of like, don't try to be like me or be like the next person. I think being your own person and and doing your own thing will make you stand out on your own. So I think the best advice I can give is just kind of staying in your own lane and following the path that God has ordained for you. And it's like, people are like, what is that? You know what I'm saying? It's kind of hard to put into words. So it's just kind of like I said, being open, being receptive to what comes your way. Like, oh, I didn't even think of that. When someone comes to you with this opportunity, right? you know, you have this big phone call. You're like, oh, I can do that. And I know you've had some stuff happen along your career where you're like, I got the call from the TV station. Like, they want to do X, Y, Z. And it's like, what, friend? That's awesome. Yeah. Like, who know, who knew that would come? Some of the things that we do, I didn't even know this could be jobs. Right. And I, this is a thing that, like, why I launched this podcast, like, inspire women because lots of times you see things or you see people and you don't even know that can be a job like you know what I mean and I feel like sometimes I don't know if this has happened to you before but like I'll be excited like I know I'm confident I know I'm able and then I'll get the phone call like can I really do all that (laughs) oh all the time I'll be like can I really do all that or whatever but I think that's where it comes into like having a great support system because you're like oh yeah I have to do a shoot for Chick-fil-a friend you can do it like you know (laughs) like can can I I? is it my pleasure is it So I think that's where it comes from having a great support system, believing in yourself, because sometimes when you pray for things, you get them and you're like, I didn't know it's going to be this big. Like, right. I I trust you. I know I'm able, but it's just you just start feeling like I'm not able. Do I have everything that I need to be succeed? And then you Mm -hmm. do it and then you knock it off the park. Right. Like this is what you've worked for. This is what you've prepared yourself for. So it's like. We all kind of get those hints of doubts in our mind. But For like sure. you said, having that support support system to reiterate and, you know, assure you that you are capable. Like, this is what you've been doing, Erica. Like, you're a boss. Thanks, Own friend. it. I- Own, own your seat. Take <laughs> this is why we're here. Cheers. Cheers to, to owning our seat. <laughs> yes. Well, on that note, thank you so much, Kayla, for joining me this morning. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. And of course. And make sure you guys tune into our next episode of Owning Our Seat. Like, subscribe, and share. <laughs>